Amigos and amigas, welcome back to another episode of A Toda Madre, the podcast, the podcast that truly supports and really wants you to live life a toda madre, which if you still don't know, means living your life to the absolute fullest. So we back, okay? Um, Just a disclaimer really quick, a side note, side piece. Um, My lips are a little chapped. And I sound a little stuffy because, I don't know, I feel great. I just sound a little stuffy. Um, So yeah, that's what we're working with. And I just wanted to hit that disclaimer just in case you're like, oh, she's a little sickness. Also, another disclaimer is, again, shared spaces. Uh, Drake and my dad are fixing the kitchen sink right now. Charlie is napping. So... Ooh, which just reminds me to turn down that monitor. Boop, that cleared up some noise. Um, so yes, if you hear any loud banging or loud talking, it's because Drake and my dad are communicating with each other and they just like to talk loud. Boop. Um, anyways, also pray for them that they get this kitchen sink fixed. So after this podcast recording, I can make lunch. Woo! Anyways, so the real reason you showed up today is because you're here to listen to the latest podcast episode, which is going to be called You Aren't the Stories You Tell Yourself or the Projections Put on You. Oof. Oof, 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 oof. I know. I know you feel that. Um, I'm recording the day of National Pumpkin Spice Release Day. Um, I hope that you've already had your fair share of pumpkin spice. If you're not a pumpkin spice bitch, congratulations. Like, and I mean it, not even in a sarcastic way, um, because you have other things to do with those $6 of your life. So that's awesome. Also, I would like to, you know, another disclaimer inside piece, side note. Um, I am now a full-blown Nespresso chica. Um, yes, I am a woman with exquisite taste and now a barista in her own personal time. Um, and Nespresso will be coming out with their own version of pumpkin spice. So I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, I'll be sharing that with you as soon as it comes out because I am a Nespresso bianch. Okay. Anyways, also, if you haven't seen my latest reel about pumpkin spice, please go look at it. Please go like it, love it, comment it, share it would super appreciate that. Also, I, and I'm not, I've never been heavy about this before, but I'm going to start asking for community support. Um, friends, if you listen to this podcast, please go rate and share this and also leave a review. Um, I'm all about just serving my people, but it would be nice if more people got to see it or knew that it was around. Um, so that they could be served also and be a part of this a toda madre community, okay? Like we all amigos and amigas, there's room for everyone here. So um, again, would just really appreciate the support with liking it, leaving a review, sharing it, subscribing, all the things. Just because, um, yeah, I'm really out here to serve and I want to serve everyone or as, at least as many people as I can. So again, I appreciate you. You're doing awesome. And if nobody's told you today, you're gorgeous. You look great. So back to the podcast episode. So you are not the stories you tell yourself or the projections put on you. Now, 
This one is going to be, I'm going to be sharing a lot about my own personal life. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and give another disclaimer. Man, this episode is full of disclaimers. I'm going to be sharing my personal life and in doing so, like obviously, you know, I live at home with my parents. So that's a part of my story. And those are parts of things that I'm going to share. Um, do I love my parents to death? Absolutely. But the reason why I'm going to be completely transparent and really trust you with this is because, well, obviously they're my parents and sometimes these are hard things to say, but I think that they're necessary because I know that someone else needs to hear this and is going through the same thing, maybe within their own relationship. Um, and I feel like it's way more easier it's way easier for you to apply it if you hear like a real life example. Um, I was hesitant in sharing this before because I do have family and friends who follow me and would be very quick to repeat this to their parents. And then those parents come at my parents and be like, oof, did you hear what Paulina said? Blah, 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 blah. And make it some kind of drama instead of it being purposeful and what the intention is set out for. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but uh, I mean, people love chisme, people love to gossip, people like to throw stones. And I mean, it's unfortunate, but again, that is just insecurities of other people and projections of other people just to feel better about themselves. So, um, yeah. So if you're, you're one of those people who is like my family friend or a friend of our families and you're going to like go run and tell on me, that's fine. Um, I've already discussed these things with my parents that I'm going to be talking about. Um, probably not super stoked about it, but they're with it. They understand. Um, all right. So let's just jump into the episode. First, I wanted to start with the fact that we tell ourselves a story about ourselves, right? We, it doesn't matter what it is, right? So I'm trying to think of a, like a specific example that is not mine quite just yet. So a lot of times, and I've said this on stories before or in other, um, just like other social media content that I've created is that there's that real right that says, am I the drama? Am I the drama? And that's the thing we are absolutely shaking your head. Yes, we absolutely are the drama. And within the fact that we are the drama, we like to absolutely spiral emotionally and feelings wise and just like take all the feedback that we're getting and just like blow it all the way up and amplify it. And that's when we start to spiral emotionally um, with our feelings, with our thoughts, like all of it. We get out of control. Absolutely. And that's when we start to create this narrative that is completely false and we build it upon feelings and emotions and thoughts that are in the moment about something specific. I know, I know. And I talk about this a lot in my coaching program about stopping the spiral. And again, I don't have enough time in the whole world to cover what I cover in my 12 weeks, which shameless plug, please let's work together one-to-one or in our group coaching program. But I want to share like a piece of it with you just because I know it can serve so many of us. So we start to spiral, right? Based on thoughts, feelings, and emotions that we're feeling right in that time. And for the most part, we let it get the best of ourselves, right? 
Um, a lot of times we tell ourselves like, I'm not enough. I'm too much. I'm just wandering. My life is boring or, oh, here we go again. I'm always in this same space. Um, and let me see, I'm going to try to apply some of those. So like in relationships, when things are going wrong or something bad happens, we're like, ah, dang it. I'm always in this space. I always pick the wrong guy. I always pick the wrong partner. Right. Um, maybe, maybe this is what I deserve because I keep getting the same thing. Right. Or, um, I am wandering. God, I, I just feel so lost. Right. This is when we're feeling like we don't have a purpose or we're not sure what our purpose is or what our spiritual gifts are or how could we be serving? Absolutely. Um, I'm too much. We probably go on this spiral when someone tells us to simmer down, when somebody tells us to bring it down a notch, when someone is trying to modify our behavior in a specific way or in a specific area. Um, and I'm not enough when things aren't quite going our way and we're trying to modify our behavior to control a specific situation. Oh, this is happening to me because I'm not enough or, oh, he's going to leave because like, I'm not enough of what he needs. Again, us trying to modify ourselves in a way to make us more likable, more desirable, more wanted. Again, us to control a specific situation. Um, I think those are all the ones. Oh, my life is boring. Again, when we feel like life doesn't have enough substance and we haven't made any actual decisions, we haven't decided to do something. And I know that we see those quotes all the time or those memes of like, you know, um, Nothing will be different if nothing is different. I know that seems so like plain Jane Alakazane, but like it's the truth. If we stay doing the same thing, we're never going to get any different results. Like it's just going to be the same. And it's up to us to make decisions, to add the substance, to bring action into our lives. And that's why I'm so, again, I'm so blessed that I get to do this. I get to coach people. Um, but again, those are the stories that we tend to create and spiral and tell ourselves over and over and over again until we hardwire some of these into our mindset. And it's really hard to tell ourselves anything else. Or it's even hard to just stop the spiral, stop this way of thinking. And so... The, uh, the second piece to that, sorry. So there's going to be three pieces. It's what's your, what's the story you tell yourself? What are the parts you're missing or forgetting? And what is the real actual narrative? And see how I changed from what's the story you tell yourself to the third step being what is the real narrative? Narrative is so much more powerful because you, one, are taking absolute your power back and taking control and saying, I'm the narrator of my story. This is the narrative I have written over my life versus what's the story and a story anyone can say. A story anyone has the ability to change or a lot of times it's make-believe or sometimes it starts with once upon a time or 
you know, a story is like, oof, girl, I got a story for you. It's gossip, right? So it's not truth. So, I, and, I, and I want you to keep that in mind. So hang on. Um, we started out with what's the story you tell yourself, right? I'm not enough. I'm too much. I'm wandering. My life is boring. I'm always in this space. Ah, chit, chit, chit. Um, also, even the times when I hear people say like, ah, oh, shit, I'm such an idiot. Oof. What? No. And I literally, it breaks my heart to hear people say that. Anyways, what are the parts you're missing or forgetting? And we do this a lot because when we're in our spiral, we are the drama and we're just like, oh, this is happening and this is happening and this is happening and ba 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 ba. And within that story, you're totally forgetting about your own resilience, about your own skills, about your own lessons that you have learned throughout time and throughout your journey. You have forgotten or you're missing your ability to persevere and like all of the other abilities that you have. And so many facts. The fact that I know I am worth more. Like things that you know and feel to be true. And those are fact. No one can come up and say like, oh, but, uh, like again, your hair is brown. Fact. You know and feel to be true that you're brave fact people can try to question correct question you on it but you know deep down in your heart it's fact now don't be out here trying to convince yourself of something that ain't it ain't it like if you know you're not brave yet okay it's cool boo take a lap it's fine but really try to stay in the space hang on my parents are yelling about water, turning it off. Hold up. And we're back. Um, <laughs> Drake and my dad tried to um, replace the kitchen sink and they gave it a solid shot. Probably spent like an hour and a half, two hours trying to do it and it didn't work. So now they have to call an actual real life plumber. Um, yeah. All right. So that's all right. They did their best though. Like I could tell on their faces, they did their best. Anyway. Okay. So like I was talking about before, we were talking about the second step is what are the parts you're missing or forgetting? And we were talking about like your resilience, your ability to persevere, um, the facts, the things that you know and feel to be true about yourself. Those are all those parts that we're talking about. Those are all the parts that a lot of times when we're spiraling, of in within the story that we're constantly telling ourselves and it's usually a bad story is we're telling ourselves like again like the things I had mentioned before but we're forgetting all of the good stuff we're forgetting things that are true things that have fact within them which then brings me to the last piece is what is the actual real narrative that we're supposed to be telling ourselves the narrative that is actually true that it's okay if we spiral but then 
give yourself a second to detach from the spiral and be like, whoa, okay, felt good to release all of that emotion and the triggers and the behaviors, etc. But what's the real narrative about myself? What does that narrative say? What is the real narrative about me? And recognizing the magic within your circumstance. And I know you're thinking like, okay, well, there's a, there isn't always magic in every single circumstance. Absolutely, 100%. But there's always like a lesson. There's always an opportunity. There's always maybe in some senses, even a little bit of magic. And again, I'm going to apply this to my own personal life right now so it makes more sense because again I really like to apply it for you guys in order for you to understand it now for example and this is something that I was just recently coached on by my own coach and like shout out to my people in my mastermind show up and lead so for example we live in my parents house it's a shared space do are we so grateful? Absolutely. Has it been a blessing? Absolutely. But also living in a shared space is really difficult. There's a lot of things that go on and there's also a lot of tiny annoyances that happen. And I know I know a lot again, when the outside person looking in is like, okay, well these really feel like small problems, Sylvia. Yeah, but to Sylvia over time and guys we're coming on seven months. They feel like things that feel like so triggering. So triggering. And again, I'm not going to go in like super full-blown detail, but like, guys, Drake and I, with all of our things, live in my old bedroom. And then our son is in the guest bedroom and Drake and I share the office. And then obviously the rest of the space we all share, like kitchen, living room, etc. And for seven months, for four grown-ups and a baby, it's a lot, my friend. It's a lot. Anyways, so within that, I was if if I just felt super overwhelmed and overstimulated by my environment. I was always like, ah, this is affecting my creative flow. I just feel like I can't crank out content like I want to. I feel like there's just like, you know, I'm always met with like having to communicate with other people. There's just like always someone in my face. There's lots of cooks in the kitchen, etc. You name it. I was spiraling. I was feeling it. But what are the parts I'm missing or forgetting? The fact that it was a huge blessing to live here, like financially. The fact that it even brought more of a safety net financially for me to leave my job and really have this safety net of pursuing growing a toda madre. Also the fact that because we've had this, we've had to live in this certain environment, it's forced me and Drake to really communicate, to really see the signs and like check in with each other about how each other are feeling and be super intentional about like getting out of the house, hanging out with friends, 
um, going camping, making solo trips of just like our family so that we can have that time in that space. And what is the real narrative? AKA the magic within the circumstance is again, a couple of those things that I mentioned before of okay, financially, it really, it served a lot. Also, Charlie's really small and he's made like really special memories living with his grandparents. Also, I mean, again, just so many little things like my mom takes care of a lot of just different things. I also like cook. So again, it's like the, the chores and things shift around. But again, there was magic here. Even though sometimes on the day-to-day basis, it feels hard or sometimes we can't really see it. It's important to be really intentional about it so that you can find it, so that you can see it, so that you can become aware of it and bring it to the front and to help be mindful of that spiral and to stop it in its tracks. And that's okay. Feel the emotions, release them. Absolutely. But you don't have to stay there. You don't have to have that story on playback. Instead, you begin, you can begin to build a narrative. Because I was, for a second there, I was really starting to get down on myself of, I wasn't able to take care of all of my business responsibilities because it was affecting me mentally. And I'm going to, in the next piece about how people can put projections on you, this is where I really struggled. So I'll be able to apply it a little bit more. I'm just not trying to sound so redundant or just give it away. But here's where I'm really going to apply it. And I feel like it's going to resonate with so many. So, again, you're not the stories you tell yourself or the projections being put on you. And so here's that second piece. Projections living at home. And my dad is my person. He's literally one of my best friends. And I think that all of all of us can agree that like you have the parent that you're close with and that you trust and that you really adore. And in my case, my dad is my person, but he also doesn't sugarcoat anything and he will totally let me know. But in some cases, it does end up hurting my feelings, but he's not shy about that and he would like totally tell you this to your face. So... Um, I shared this back on like several podcasts ago that I quit my job um, to do this full time, to pursue coaching, to scale my business, to really put this at the forefront. One, because Drake and I saw it black and white numbers wise, it, it was just time. And we have like a complete belief around it and we're ready. And Drake and I were super at peace with it. But when it came time to tell my parents, there was a lot of pushback, right? Because again, typical Latinos, we 
you know, they told us time and time again, you know, you need, you need to go to college. You got to get that paper. You got to get your job, da, 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 like all your ducks in a row. Right. So when I, we said that I was going to leave to grow my business and be home with Charlie, I got a lot of pushback and it was like, why? But you went to school, et cetera, X, Y, Z. They said it 100%. Sorry, I keep getting interrupted. So I was met with even after we had made the decision and like totally formalized it and let them know what was happening, it was still like every other day it was like, oh, but you know what? They're going to call you back and they're going to, they're going to say, Hey, come back and work for us, blah, blah, blah. Which mind you, I was the one who quit. It wasn't like they fired me and they're like, Hey, we want you back. So that narrative I thought was interesting, but again, comments were made of just like, you know, you should go get a, a real job, a real job because my business isn't real, right? Um, comments like, well, you don't do that much as a mom to a toddler. What? Um, again, in parentheses, you have time. Let me tell you, shared space with a toddler, mm-mm. Time goes by super fast and you're constantly doing things and making sure your kid doesn't die. Um, and this one was a big one for me. Accept, accepting the idea that you aren't that good of a parent because of the flood of commentary around your parenting. And that one was really hard for me. Because in my heart of hearts, I knew that being a good mom, totally, like at the end of the day, like I, I am. I know that even they recognize that I'm a really good mom. But still, the comments were consistent of, you should do it like this. You should do it like that. You don't even do this. You don't even do that. And so after a while, you start to, again, create this story in your mind around those productions and creating the story around you, yourself, and what you believe. Another thing that is always thrown is like being a lavacocos, which means a brainwasher. And this one, it doesn't faze me so much because this has been said like for several years now. And again, it, it just, it doesn't bother me at all. But in the beginning, this was something that would stop me from being able to introduce myself and saying, hi, my name is Sylvia Brents and I'm a mindset coach and I'm a life coach. Because I'd be like, oh my God, maybe I am a brainwasher. And again, this is just examples for you to be able to apply it and set it and be like, okay, I can feel where this is coming from. And so that's the story that I was telling myself. I was like second guessing myself or I was doubting myself or I was starting to feel insecure. But this is again where we can apply that second step. What are the parts that you're missing or forgetting? That I'm a fantastic mom, that I'm super present, that I'm super intentional, that I'm really focused in my mastermind that I really enjoy creating the content and the content that 
is being seen, people enjoy it, someone is benefiting from this content. You listening to this podcast right now, even though I might not know you, thank you. Because you're helping me believe and build evidence that is like, yo, this is meant to serve somebody. I'm out here doing the damn thing. Um, getting a real job. Listen, me growing my business, this is a part of that job. Me creating this content, me putting out this podcast, boop. You have time. I have time, but it's limited to how I can use it. I'm literally recording this podcast during Charlie's nap. But I have also built days where I work for Adola Madre and I have help with childcare. And I have no shame in my game about it. But it doesn't make me any less of a good mom. Okay. And so what, and then which brings us to the last part is what is the real narrative? What you do, what you don't do, and who you are, but like based on what you say. And it's interesting because, again, in this specific example, like my parents, my parents know all of me from when I was young to when I wasn't super evolved and I was actually kind of a jerk to now this super evolved version. And one of the things that I was telling the women in my mastermind was that it's really actually dope to be in this space because they're experiencing a level that they haven't seen before. They're experiencing Sylvia in a evolved form. A person who knows how to put down boundaries without the clap back. A person who isn't so much of a people pleaser anymore and that aggravates them at times because again, they're used to just being able to mandarme but I'm not that person anymore. Obviously, am I going to listen to my parents? Totally. But in a respectful way and at a certain level. And that's important. And at the end of the day, is being this level, this version of myself, and not letting it get derailed by culture conforms and them thinking that I'm an old version of myself because I really love who I am and I'm going to protect her and I'm going to love her. I'm going to love this version of myself. But again, a lot of times people commit to a specific version of you or just commit to misunderstanding you. And that's okay. But again, because they're aggravated about it or annoyed or frustrated with it and maybe even make some commentary about it, it doesn't mean that you're wrong. Because your narrative, the real one, that's what's truth. That's what's fact. And this is where I say that there's the magic in this circumstance because this is my circumstance 
This is literally the environment I'm in. I can't do anything about it because this is my truth. This is my fact. My home is not being built still. It's not done. I haven't gotten keys yet. But this is what I'm saying, that there is magic available within most circumstances. And if not, if it's not magic, it's a lesson. If it's not a lesson, maybe it's a test. If it's not a test, maybe there's an opportunity and so on and so forth. So this is your opportunity in a quick, easy way, a one, two, three, literally, to stop the spiral and begin to retrain your brain to just take back its power, to build a self-awareness, to, in some form, well, in a big form, love the ver- this version of yourself, but build truth around it. Oof, I really love this episode. (laughs) So as always, live life a toda madre from tu amiga, Sylvia Brands. And like I said in the beginning, please rate, like, subscribe, and share this podcast, but also show some love to the content that I put on IG um, because I really do be pouring my my whole heart out into it. And so I appreciate you. I appreciate you for listening to this. You're awesome. You're doing a good job at this life thing. And again, like I had mentioned before, um, I still have spots available to work one-on-one. So let's work together. Let's grow together. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.